Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. podcast from the International Motorsports Association and Radio Show Limited. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. Hello everybody and welcome to Mid-Ohio. It's been around since the early 1960s and this weekend playing host to IMSA for the first time since 2012. Uh, we've got uh, a race, first of two, for the Porsche GD3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama coming up and in a moment or two's time we'll hear those most famous words in sports. Shea Adam and Jeremy Shaw taking you through the race. It's all live here on IMSA Radio. The Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama on IMSA Radio. Drivers, start your Porsche engines. Spot on time. We hear the engines fire up. Let's take a look at the grids. 21 cars lining up. Two different classes of cars. Three different classes for the drivers. Jeremy Shaw has the runners and riders. Yep, 21 cars and two categories, as you say, the Gold Cup cars, they are for the 991-shaped cars built between 2014 and 2016, and the Platinum class for the newer cars uh, built from 17 and this season. Starting at the back of the grid, Kurt Fazekas didn't get a chance to qualify in the number 52 Kelly Moss Road and Race Porsche, but he is going to start the race from the back of the field at his car number 52. Road 10 of the grid, Greg Palmer, also for Kelly Moss Road and Race in car number 44. Alongside him for Perfal Infrastructure from Canada, car number 34 is Sean McCaig. Row 9 on the outside, Rob Ferriol in his first season, the racing for TPC Racing, that's car number 5 for the Gold Cup car, and Eduardo de Leon from Mexico for JDX Racing in car number 22. Bill Smith in car number 42 for Top Racing, and Scott Wellham in number 61 for Kelly Moss Road and Race will share row 8. Ahead of them, also for Top Racing, car number 56 is David Baker, and the pole sitter in the Gold Cup category, Victor Gomez the fourth in car number 25 for NGT Motorsport. Row 6 on the outside, Michael Levitt is the veteran for TPC Racing in car number 36. And Fred Pordad in car number 20 for Wright Motorsports. Jeff Boss from Narragansett, Rhode Island for JDX Racing in car number 12 will start from the 10th position. Alongside him, Charlie Luck, car number 45 for Wright Motorsports. He is the Masters Championship leader for the more life experienced drivers coming into this round. Having won the Masters category three times in the four races. Alan Metney in car number 99 for Kelly Moss, Road, Kelly Moss and AM Motorsports will start in the 8th position. Alongside car number 43, Mark Kawami from, for JDX Racing from Columbus, Ohio in seventh place. A row three as we get on the outside, Maxwell Root in car number seven, also for Wright Motorsports. And the Moore Speed car number 19 for Will Hardeman. Row two, David Kalkman from Germany, car number 71 for Park Place Motorsports. And for Kelly Moss Road and Race, car number one is Roman DeAngelis. On the front row of the grid, on the outside, Trenton Estep for JDX Racing, car number three, 
and for Wright Motorsports, based right here in Ohio in Batavia, the 27-year-old from Brooklyn, New York, his full first pole position for car number 91 is Anthony Imperato. And what a race we have in store, Jeremy. I love it when they actually listen. I got to say, drivers, start your engines, and they did. How cool is that? We have a very exciting race. 21 cars slated to take the green flag for the first of two races this weekend. 45 minutes on the clock, and the Porsche safety car leading them around. It will be a safety car if called upon again. Right now, it is the pace car, and the lights have gone off. They will need to line up two by two, as Noah would have it on his arc as they come across the start finish line but it is not the start line it is only the finish line because dennis paul is waiting over here across from us jeremy he will not be given the green flag to these guys to get things started though that will be tanny who is waiting along the stretch that's right he's dead uh, he's given the uh, the position the signal there for the drivers to line up to abreast to get ready for the start it was for the first time in his career in his third season of racing in that right motorsports entry, Anthony Imperato will start from the pole position, but what a championship battle we've got. Just one point between Trent and Estep, who starts second, leads by one point over Will Hardeman, and Roman DeAngelis, who starts in the third position, is just one point further behind as well. Couldn't be much tighter than that. And Trent and Estep waited a long time before going out off the optimal racing line. Doesn't want any additional clag on those Yokohamas, as they are very patient. Getting up towards Julia Julie, the Yokohama brand ambassador who will wave the green flag and a jump from Anthony Imperato he gets going as Tanny is there as well and there's rain Jeremy there is a lot of moisture being kicked up along the stretch well that's bizarre it's dry as wow. a bone here isn't it on our side well, no it, no that? it's getting wet it's starting to rain here in mid-ohio we knew it was coming we knew it would be a possibility but all of these cars would have gone out on the slick tires and going through the back half of the first lap it is imperato ahead of Estep. david colkman with a really good start is battling with roman de angelis for that third position colkman getting the better of that de angelis yeah. qualifying better and that's what happened last time out at barber motorsports park there it was roman de angelis who started from the pole in race two but it was colkman who got the jump at the start and went on to win the race. But what a great start that oh. was for Anthony Imperato for Wright Motorsports in that number 91 Henry Rifles Porsche. His hands are full, though, because Trenton Estep is looming large in his rearview mirror. The cars cross the start-finish line for the first time in racing conditions. Two minutes having elapsed on the clock already as they start the clock as soon as they cross their finish line. But it was a good first sector for Trenton Estep as Sean McKeggy has showed us stopped on the track right now in the number 34. Good also, we should note, to see that Kurt Fizikas did make the start of the race. He did not partake in the qualifying session, so started last in the number 52. It is the battle at the front, though, as Anthony Imperato has to fend off Estep, who got a really good run coming out of turn two. Yeah, and it is quite wet all the way down yeah. the back straight there, but it's quite remarkable conditions here because the rest of the track is pretty much here under braking for turn four. <laughs> it's absolutely bone dry. Just that one section, about 300 yards on the straight, is, is completely wet, but the rest of the track is dry. We'll see whether that will remain, of course. Well, looking at the pit straight, Jeremy, it is getting darker. The Not the clock clouds but the actual tarmac itself which lends to think that there is some moisture falling down on it and out behind us out towards where they are on track right now it doesn't appear to be raining that being said it could be moving in and uh, could get much much wetter before the end of this race Imperato is yeah. doing a very good job to hold off Estep though absolutely magnificent job for uh, for uh, I mean 
neither of them been racing very long. I mean, Trenton Estep uh, in that car number three, he's only 18 Ooh. years of age, but he's got a lot, lot of racing miles under his belt in a bunch of different cars. Anthony Imperato really doesn't. It's just in this series, uh, and he's doing a magnificent job. His, his best finish coming into this weekend in car number 91 is a second-place finish. That was Sonoma Raceway, the end of last year. Well, if anyone is prepared to drive in the rain, to race in the rain, it would be these Porsche contenders. As Estep goes way wide into turn three, he very nearly ran off the track, but managed to get it gathered back up. Now he's falling into the grasps of David Kolkman, the German in this Park Place Motorsports Porsche. That is the car that won the last time we were racing in the rain at Barber Motorsport Park. They've got a bit of experience racing these cars in not great conditions, and they've got quite a bit more experience driving around this circuit when it has been damp. Their open test day that they had on Thursday was completely wet. On Friday morning, it started out wet, it dried out quite a bit, but they're still used to the track when it is slippery. Yeah, it's uh, they've had all sorts of conditions this weekend, and yeah. that wet session on on Friday morning. After that, it was Roman DeAndres who set the fastest time. He he said afterwards he'd never had so much fun at the wheel of a race car <laughs> because uh, it, the car was sliding around all over the place. He was really having to work hard. It would be unbelievably fun to drive one of these when conditions are not optimum because you really would have to hang on for your life and we've got a battle developing between will hardman race winner at sebring and young maxwell root who is the hurley haywood scholarship winner hurley who had a big birthday yesterday so if you're listening hurley happy birthday to you victor gomez the fourth is our leader in the gold class should pay tribute to him as he has put two platinum masters cars between himself and second in class bill smith but for victor gomez in that number 25 machine he has not been the fastest car in category in every session all weekend i think jeremy's looking to put that right right now yeah there's some really good battling going on up and down the field here yeah. and uh, victor gomez does hold on to that lead in the gold cup in the tw 13th position overall in car number 25 so he's made up one position uh, on the on the field but once again it's Anthony Imperato despite yeah. his relative lack of experience he had set the fastest lap Ooh. in the lead of this race out front and he's edged away a little bit over Trenton Estep that's a magnificent drive audible gasp from me as David Baker poked his nose in towards where uh, Victor Gomez was lining up to turn in into turn four but wisely backed out of it decided he can get the older model specification year car a little bit later gold cup cars they run with the yellow number paneling and the yellow mirrors they are cars in this weekend from 2014 through 2016 all the cars at the front those are our platinum cars with the black number paneling on the side those are brand new 2017 and 2018 specifications and they are the cars that have been considered this new generation slightly faster a little bit more horsepower than we believe that they actually stated on the Moroni if you will and an escape hatch over the driver that's how you can tell the car if you're able to look at it or if you will able to look over top of it it is Anthony Imperato with a two quarter well a quarter of a second lead over Trenton Estep David Kolkman in the 71 continues to circulate in third it is Roman DeAngelis in the number one machine who is fourth and then the battle for fifth 
perseveres with Will Hardeman in the 19 more speed Porsche ahead of Maxwell Root in that number seven. And Root is really looking to push his way forward. He's got his windshield wiper going, though, consistently, and he's the only one who does. Yeah, because he's right behind that car. The car ahead of him is the number 19 of Will Hardeman. And going through that spray on the back straight, it probably does... Uh, leave uh, quite a lot of residue on the on the windscreen but uh, out in front Ooh. of the race last time around Anthony Imperato continues to lead but it was Trenton Estep who set wow. the new fastest lap last time around he was only a couple of tenths of a second behind as they crossed the line and he's still tucked under the rear wing of oh. Anthony Imperato as they come off the carousel oh gosh as they come through the final complex of corners first they have the right hander and then they open the hands back up to the left diving down to come back up the hill across the start finish line Estep hugs the curb tighter than anyone else does on that initial right-hander all weekend he's been getting caught over that almost his right front wheel getting hooked there and he looks down the inside of Imperato but decides he's a little bit too far back to make that move stick Estep will be a little bit gun shy to make a move where he takes a competitor out as he drops two wheels off the exit of turn three he had contact with Maxwell Root at Barber Motorsport Park where he was then given a penalty for avoidable contact he won't want to take a chance of having something like that happening again and certainly not when it's going for the lead of the race if you can get around him get around him but do not take him out that's exactly right particularly of course as Trenton Essep is the championship leader after four races we have four different winners point. we've had Trenton Essep won round one Will Hardeman round two Roman DeAndres round three and then the second of the races at Barber Motorsports round four was run by David Colkman in kind of <laughs> 71 now potentially uh, Anthony Imperati, Imperati would love <laughs> to make that five in a row. Well, variety is the spice of life, Jeremy. They do say that. It's been uh, all Charlie Luck in terms of our Platinum Masters category. He did not start the first race of the season, but he, he has started, gotten... started, but he was out very early. He, he? he yeah. didn't classify in the final results because of that early contact. It's been one, one, and one ever since then. So he has had three wins on the bounce. Mark Vame has been the guy to beat in that category all weekend. Again, they run the 2017 and 2018 specification cars. But if you are considered a master, it is because of your age and experience, as Jeremy said in the grid readdown. It's nothing to do with uh, your car. It's all about the driver. Alan Metney, a guy who jumped up from the Gold Cup last year, is now the Platinum Masters, and he's leading the category. He is in seventh overall leading by a car ahead of Mark Fame. That battle will come back together, though. And in, yeah. the, in the gold class, Victor Gomez leading still by two cars ahead of Bill Smith in second in the number 42. And Bill was very impressive early on. Was it uh, the second practice session where he was quickest? He was. He was it he was, was one of them, He was right sure. towards the front. He was doing a really good job. Yeah. Absolutely right. And here is our race leader, the Henry Rifles entry for Wright Motorsports, the Ohio team, but JDX Racing's Trenton Estep right there, but closing in, fastest lap of the race last time around for wow. our third place car, that is David Coltman from Germany, making his his debut in North America this season. And in fourth place, Roman DeAngelis, fastest sector one of the entire race, and personal best sector two, so he is also looking to close in on the lead trio as Estep has a look at Imperato, again, sticking the nose out, but not close enough to make the move into turn one. Imperato's lead is safe for now, but Estep is not giving up. I think he'd almost be faster to just deploy the tow hook, Jeremy, to just push the button and launch an arrow in spy fashion to grab onto the back of the number 91. 
He's staying very close. Kolkman now within a second, and Roman DeAngelis is two seconds back. That lead quartet could very easily swap positions lap on lap. And as you said, the Wright Motorsport crew of the leading car, they have an advantage because effectively they can sleep in their own bed at night. This is a home race. Yeah, not quite. It's, it's a little bit of a way from here, but it's certainly it's great to be yeah. on home, home turf for that team. They've got a lot of miles around here, a lot of experience running these cars as well. And uh, certainly uh, Anthony Imperato has taken full use of that experience this weekend to claim his first ever pole position. And he would love nothing better to make that a first win as well to cap it off. But he's got a lot of pressure from behind. Gosh, does he ever. These are the tires that they are running right now that they qualified on as well. Imperato using every bit of them in that qualifying session set the pole time. Wasn't it the last one across the was. line? So he for sure got his money's worth of that set of Yokohamas. And his last time through set the fastest sector one, trying to pull a slight bit of a gap on Estep. Is it working? Well, slightly by a tenth that last lap across. Estep, personal best, sectors one and three. So clearly pushing very, very hard as Hardeman is still fending off the efforts of Max Root in that number seven. So if you're around the track watching, your leaders are 91, 3, 71, 1, 19, and 7. Your Platinum Masters is leader is the number 99 of Alan Metney. As Maxwell Root had a look at Hardeman going into turn two, didn't quite have enough to make it stick. I think Estep is about as far back as he has been, though, so far. 32 minutes, 14 seconds left in this race, which is the fifth round of the Yokohama GT3 Porsche Cup Challenge by in the USA. And there are several versions of this championship, we should say, as well, Jeremy. Yeah, all the way around the world there are. And uh, these uh, all, the three, all the top three cars each set their fastest laps on the last time around. This Oof. lap, it's a purple in Sector 1 for Anthony Imperato, which means the fastest uh, first sector time of anybody during this race. But uh, in, in Sector 2, it's Trenton Essep who does exactly the same with the purple sector as well. But the fastest lap of all was set by the fourth-place car, Roman DeAngelis, a couple of laps ago. So, as you say, Shay Adam, nothing really between these four cars uh, as we've still got lots of time left in this race. And worth mentioning Roman DeAngelis as well, the young Canadian who is going for not only the U.S. championship, but the Canadian championship as well. So we'll get a lot of track time running in Porsches this season. I would love to see a heart rate monitor for Anthony Imperato and Tristan, Trenton Estep right now because I'm sure that Imperato's working hard. His heartbeat at least 160, I would say, trying to fend off Estep. And they're both youngsters. They're both in the early days of their career. For Imperato, only 27 years old. That's older. That is not the kind of driver that most factories would look at. For Estep, he came over to this version of the sport last year. He has been racing these Porsches. This is his second year of experience. And last year, we thought he was going to be a championship contender. He missed one round, and that's really what made a big gap. He wants vengeance for that. And coming out leading the championship is great when you're four rounds in, but leading it by one point over Will Hardeman, who is one point over Roman DeAngelis, that is not enough. No, it certainly isn't. 
at uh, Trenhouse. They had a big crash, didn't you, at Watkins Glen? Yes. Was it Watkins Glen last it year? Was. And uh, did a good job to come back from that. And it was Trenton who set the new fastest lap last time around. 126.118 <laughs> was the, the lap. The pole lap this morning was a 125.3, just to p- put this into perspective. And the time set by Estep was 7 one thousandths of a second faster than what Anthony Imperato did. So they are really matching each other step for step. That last lap across, they were three thousandths of a second difference. Now, if you need to think about that in a decimal term, because maybe numbers aren't your thing, I know they aren't mine, 0.003 of a second difference. If you pull out your phone and you try to press start and stop as quickly as you can, a really good time might be a point one. No. <laughs> Point, point one? one? You can do point one? Well, a really good time would be a point one. I'll say. That's, uh, <laughs> I've never done that, and I, I do a lot of timing. I've, I <laughs> have a friend, Dion von Moltke, who's not here, who's a racing driver, who sent a screenshot of a point one one time. So no. whether he did it or whether he photoshopped it. If he it. does it on a regular basis, I'll be seriously yes. impressed. Plus, he's got a really, really good watch. <laughs> he might, of course, have a very expensive watch, which might help. That's true. New fastest lap, though, last time. It was a third-place car this time, David Coltman. So the last few laps of the race... There's number three set the best time, then number 71, then the number one, then number three, then the number 71. So once again, nothing between uh, those uh, those leaders. And this pack a little bit further back with Alan Metney having made a good start to yeah. jump up into seventh position. He has uh, got a big train of cars behind him. Alan Metney leads Jeff Boss, who is a platinum category car. He could be a platinum masters, but elected not to. He would rather race the platinum category as is. But then right behind them is Mark Vame, who has led pretty much every session for the Platinum Masters class. He is looking to reclaim that lead from Alan Metney. Anthony Imperato having to fend off Trenton Estep yet again. David Kolkman looms larger than he has before in the rearview mirror of Estep as That's they fine. come in to that turn two. It's going to be a three-way battle for the lead here within a few seconds, Jeremy. Yeah, it could well be, and uh, don't, Roman D'Angelo isn't far back either. No. But on that last, that was a new fastest lap of the race, and it was for the wow. race leader, Anthony Imperato. It's actually trading just back and forth between each of these contenders. A great battle at the front of the field. And if the track is slightly damp, it is certainly not showing in the track in the speeds that no, we are it's seeing dried in out the times. Now. Yeah, it's dried out now. There's no more rain at the moment, certainly, because the lap times are... Uh, are really, really quick. I mean, yeah, we're only th- four oh. tenths away from our pole time this morning, which is amazing. Anthony Imperato coming through madness had the left front wheel off the ground entirely. Well, you know, if anyone is going to uh, know how to set up a Porsche to run around mid-Ohio, it would be John Wright in that organization. So normally it's not a good thing if you're three-wheeling it, but clearly it's working well for Imperato. Oops. And, uh, ooh, that's Mike Levitus goes for a spin in the number 36. Now, was he helped or was that on his own? Mike has rolled the car back off into the Dandelions and is waiting for a safe opportunity to get started, which he now has and continues along his way. Change for fifth. Max Root has found a way past Will Hardeman on that Wow. Here we go. We're getting another look at what happened to Levitus. Oh, lost it on his own. Oh, and very nearly took out the side of Charlie Luck in the number 45. Well, Luck is lucky. Hate to use that pun, but Levitus, uh, no harm, no foul, gets going again. 
and the nose of his car, there is no dandelions, no grass in that radiator. As Estep has another look at Imperato, he is very aggressive, letting his nose be shown, but he is not making any move to try and force contact with Imperato. He's driving very smartly right now, is Trenton Estep. I hate to say it and be the commentator's curse, but he really is. And David Kolkman is there. He is within about three cars lengths of Estep. Hasn't Parado used up his Yokohamas, though, because he is sliding around a lot more than Estep is in the JDX Hertz machine. Well, we will see, Ooh. because there's still uh, 25 minutes remaining in the race, yeah. and not even yet halfway through it. And a big slide there for Trenton Estep in second yep. place. But uh, it's Anthony Parado who leads, and he's just driving a beautiful race at the front of this field at the moment. He's... Got his head down. I think he's focusing forward rather than looking in his mirrors and just turning fast lap times. And that's what you need to do when you're out in front of the race. At this point in time, Jeremy, if, if I'm in Parado, I might just point my rearview mirror down at the floor and yeah. ignore it entirely Absolutely. because focus forward. And Anthony in Parado, he's a guy who's been on the podium twice before, once at Watkins Glen last year, uh, three times before, excuse me, then once at Sonoma in the first race. And then to start out the series this year, oh, his Estep had a huge wiggle. It was uh, yeah, a third place, place at Sebring. It? Yeah, he's, he's having quite a bit of trouble hanging onto that car right now. Mm. He's got the podiums, but he has not gotten a win before. So for Anthony, this would be a huge breakthrough moment going into the future rounds of the championship. It would only be a good thing for him as the next place we go to is Watkins Glen the last week of June, the 1st of July, and that really is his home track. So the confidence that he would be carrying forward would be immense. Yeah, from... Uh, from well, yeah, the Watkins Glen, of course, in upstate New York. Uh, he's from uh, the New York City area and from Brooklyn. But, uh, yes, he would certainly consider that a home race. He'll have a yeah. lot of support there, will Anthony Imperato. But uh, what a good job he is doing now. He's, he's under intense pressure yeah. from Trenton Estep. And uh, right behind him now is David Coltman. And within a second of this trio, <laughs> it remains Roman DeAngelis as well. One slip up, and you could very easily drop back to fourth position as Estep has a look down the inside. No, he's too far back going into turn one. Backs out of it. Again, I, I believe he learned from the incident at Barber. Even though the team felt that he wasn't necessarily at fault, they had the onboard video, it was ruled a an avoidable contact incident. And very clearly, Estep is avoiding that at all contact, at all resources because he is using the intimidation factor but he is not using paul tracy's chrome horn <laughs> no that's right he's uh, been a cl nice clean race at the moment he's just keeping to the racing line he's not def overly defending either doing uh, no. exactly what you need to do when you're in the front of the race and you know for people who have that experience like trenton estep like De well not so much david coltman actually because no. he's only won one race before but trenton estep has done a lot of winning in F1600 before he moved into the Porsches. Uh, he's still only 18 years of age, but he did a lot of racing north of the border. Uh, actually, along with Roman DeAndre, they had some fabulous battles north of the border in F1600, Formula Ford cars. And uh, they are continuing that rivalry here. And great friendship, it should be said. Yes. Those two spend a lot of time together in the paddock to Roman DeAndres and Trenton Estep. You mentioned David Kochman not having a lot of experience at winning, but he does have a lot of experience in very, very, very competitive Porsche series. He ran two years in the Porsche Carrera Cup Deutschland, which is arguably the toughest form of this 
form of a championship, Career Cup Deutschland is where drivers who win that championship go on to become factory drivers for other teams, Ford, Porsche, you name it. They, there is a driver who has come through Career Cup Deutschland. He finished eighth last year with one top five finish, and he was seventh in the championship in 2016. He is used to this sort of elbow-out fighting hammer and tongs style racing, and he's fully prepared to adapt to the American way, as he proved he can in the last round at Barber. That was in the rain. That was a shortened race due to caution. Well, I say shortened race. There was less racing because there was a long full-course caution due to the rain. Colkman yeah. really wants to prove that he can win a full green flag race, and he can do it on his own merit. Sitting now less than a second behind Estep, that number 71, but all eyes at the front because Trenton Estep knows if David Kolkman catches up to him, he's going to have to worry about what's happening behind him and not focus on the pressure forward, which is what he's been able to do for the first 25 minutes of this race. It is still Anthony Imperato leading in the number 91 ahead of Trenton Estep in the gold and black JDX Porsche ahead of the black and red Park Place Porsche of David Kolkman. Yeah, so he's, uh, he's over the hump now. He's over half distance, and he's going to have to lap some slower cars before Toulon. The first car they've allowed to get past is Eduardo de Leon in uh -oh. the number 22 car for JDX Racing. That's one of the Gold Cup entries. Uh, he's uh, probably get him in the next uh, lap or two, yep. and that's going to be interesting how they work their way through. And in fourth position on that last lap trip, Roman DeAndres was the quickest guy among that top four. As we can see, that... that uh, one, two, three, and four getting closer and closer, if that's possible. <laughs> it's true. It's it's the bungee cords are getting shortened, Jeremy. Yeah. It's just uh, the stuff we put on them before the race actually kicks off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kid. Uh, it's still Alan Metney leading in the Masters class ahead of uh, Mark Vame in second and Charlie Luck in third for the Masters runners. And Victor Gomez running sort of a lonely race in terms of the gold cup category he is ahead of bill smith and rob ferial in the number 42 and 5 respectively at the head of the grid though anthony imperato hanging on he is doing a fabulous job as now he can see the car he will need to pass in the lap traffic catching him as they come through the final complex of corners the blue flag is out and very very wisely the number four being held out as well to let the car no the number 22 of eduardo de leon no there are four faster cars you must let four cars go and he does does not get in the way of this top four and jeremy oh my goodness you could almost throw a blanket over them 91 3 71 and 1 if you try to say them as they're coming past you you wouldn't be able to in time no and it was an excellent job there by uh, by eduardo de leon to, to uh, stay out of the way and uh, but in the meantime the guy on the charge, once again, is Roman DeAndres in fourth position. He's just set a new <laughs> fastest lap of the race, a 125.656 last time around. And Jeremy's done a better sector one time the last lap around, and I would imagine that's partly because he had a massive toe from the three cars ahead yeah. of him. Imperato has done a phenomenal job to hold off the pressure of Estep. Kolkman right there as well, waiting to pick up the pieces if there are any or drive through them if that's the way it has to be. And then Roman DeAngelis just biding his time, closing little by little by little. Personal best sectors one and two for DeAngelis, but overall best sector two for Estep. 
He's not giving it up yet. No, he's not. Inside 20 minutes to go, but there's still a long, long time. There's a, a lot of laps left in this race, and absolutely it is wide open. But uh, it is Imperato. He's led from the uh, green flag, and he's still turning a string of really, really good laps into, into the 25s again. There's a new fastest lap again, though, for uh, Roman DeAndres. <laughs> Eclipse another few thousands of a second away from his previous best. Without doing a particularly good Sector 3 time. It was it was good. It wasn't the best he's done, and it wasn't the overall best. So that's uh, very impressive, as Will Hardiman has decided it's go time to get that fifth position back from Maxwell Root. He is less than a second behind the number seven machine, the white, blue, and silver car. But all of a sudden, Will Hardiman does the overall best lap that we have seen so far. Sure does. Hello, Mr. Texas. Anthony Imperato. I really wish he was wearing a heart rate monitor that we could see right now, Jeremy. That would just be so fascinating. And Victor Gomez with a 20.8 second lead in class. And, but there is a battle for second and third in the Gold Cup category. Bill Smith and Rob Farrell in the number 42 and 5, respectively. Kurt Fizikas lo looming in the picture as well. Yeah. He could very easily go up to second. Yeah, there's not much between her and Bill Smith. They're defending the inside line up to uh, turn two. Is that going to give Rob Farrell an opportunity perhaps to get a better exit and a run down the straight? We will see. But meantime, there's, there's battles all the way around this racetrack. The first uh, four cars covered that lap by 1.3 seconds. Yeah, that's all four cars covered by 1.3 seconds. As Rob Ferrell does move to the inside under breaking four, turn four. He's going to take away that second place in the Gold Cup. Good move, too. And thank you to the wonderful people on Twitter who said that it was not moisture on the back straight that was being kicked up. I don't know what it was. And the uh, windshield wipers were going. It certainly looked like rain, but uh, dried out fairly quickly for whatever it was. Oh, no, Will Hardiman's off, and he's in the gravel. He's beached it, spinning the rear Yokohamas. He is not getting any sort of purchase. Is that turn four? Oh, no, Will. Full course caution is out. He will need to be retrieved. Will, stop spinning the tire. You're, you're not going anywhere, unfortunately, bud. Uh, will Hardiman, whose driver coach is some guy named uh, Bamber who's got a little bit of a talent. A couple Lamal wins to his name. Uh, here we go, an opportunity to see. Oh, it was in turn two. He uh, got drawn in by the shiny backside of Maxwell Roots number seven with the chrome on it and uh, just missed his breaking point, went in backwards. The IMSA safety crew is with him now. They're going to have little bit of work to get that number 19 more speed Porsche out of the gravel mm. though because it's quite deep in there and that's a crucial mistake for the guy who's running yeah. second in the championship points coming into oh. this weekend that's exactly what he didn't need to do the, the key to winning championships in the IMSA competition is consistent finishes yeah. and throwing it off into the gravel and losing a lot of points is is not what he wanted he's going to lose well, he's going to fall quite a long way back down the order probably now as a result of this error even if they can get the car going again, he's going to lose at least one lap and possibly more, probably more than that. So he's going to lose uh, quite a bit of ground. It's Trenton Estep who leads coming into this round by one point over Hardiman. DeAndre's just one point further back. And uh, our race leader now, Anthony Imperato, he's only 11 points behind DeAngelis. They pulled him out of the gravel bed backwards, Jeremy, which gives me some concern to what went up the exhaust pipe because that would be the natural inclination of the gravel that would be yeah. very difficult to shake loose but they are pulling him backwards toward the tire barrier and where i would imagine he would drive on the hard standing back toward
the uh, racing line, but he would know well enough to stay off. He's already dropped, showing in 15th position and still has not yet resumed. Oh, after doing such a great lap, after setting that purple lap time, yeah. that, is, that is tragic. So the speed is in the car, clearly, but uh, maybe uh, Will just uh, just got a bit carried away there with that speed. He was trying to, he'd lost a position to uh, Max Root halfway through that stint on lap 12, but he'd uh, remained with Max and was actually closing in again when he set that fastest lap, but was chucked it into the gravel. So he's going to be, at best, one lap down to everybody else other than the number 22 car, which is already a lap down. Just a tick over 14 minutes remaining in this race, mm. the fifth round of the championship. Imperato is your leader, and he is saying, track conditions are too bad. We can't go back to green. No, no, no. Let's just stay under yellow the whole time. It's fine. Because of the pressure applied by Trenton Estep, and can't imagine that would be abating anytime soon. Estep in second position in the number three, the black and gold JDX car. Then we find David Kolkman in the Park Place Porsche. And hello to all the fans who have stuck it out over the course of the day. You've been rewarded with a lot of really good racing. And it's not over yet. We still have a bit more to come. Is it going to be the 91, the 3, the 71, the 1, the 7? Could this be Max Root's opportunity? Well, it certainly turns to good lap times. I mean, all of the leaders have turned laps Ooh. within a few tenths of a second of each other. And this is going to bring him right back into contention in car number yes, 7. it is. Hardeman doing a good job to weave and get the stones out. Now, he was doing that off the racing line, heading down towards turn four. The question is, how much of uh, the non-racing line is going to be utilized? Because that has been a very good passing opportunity we have seen so far today. Attempts made, namely by Trenton Estep, on Anthony Imperato along there. You don't want to take a chance of running over a stone, getting a puncture, and then ruining your race altogether. That's, uh, that is not the goal. There's, oh, somebody has a Mater blanket. How cute. I like that. Race Mater. Toe Mater from Cars. <laughs> Movie Jeremy. Sorry. It's all right. Oh, and a puppy under a blanket cool. as well. Hello, all of you people out there. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming out to this IMSA extravaganza weekend. We still have... One more race this weekend for the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama. They get to go back out on track tomorrow morning again. So that's the other part of this, Jeremy. Don't take a chance with your car to where you can't fix it for tomorrow's race and then lose out on all those points as well. Yeah, true. You have to be mindful. Absolutely right. This is going to be uh, quite a restart, oh. isn't it? As uh, Will Hardman brings the number 19 car onto pit lane. If, uh, if you're sitting down, you might want to stand up for these last 11 minutes and 45 seconds as the green flag is about to be waved as the cars are coming around through Sector 3. I can hear the buzzing of those flat six engines. Safety car has pulled away, and they are line astern. It is a single file restart. Anytime we get going again after a caution, behaving pretty well so far. Anthony Imperato in control of the field. And now he gets on the go fast pedal and he pulls as much of a gap as he can from Trenton Estep, but Estep staying with him. 
This has just resumed right where we left it off, Jeremy. It it's certainly uh, has. Going straight back to the craziness. David Colkman still third, Roman DeAngelis still fourth, and Max Root in fifth is glommed on to those leading pack. He's not letting them get away this time. He's not. Uh, those first five cars now absolutely no to tell. A little bit of a gap back to Alan Metney, but what a good job Alan Metney is doing. He's yeah. a guy who's only his second season of racing. That iFly Porsche, he is leading the Masters class uh, in this race looking to get his first win in Masters this weekend. That's, that was a goal coming in. He's done a really, really good job. His previous best overall finish was an eighth. That was at Barber Motorsports Park in race one there. And he's currently running in sixth place in car number 99. That's Alan Metney. Last year, running in the David Gold Baker Cup on the outside of Fred, Fred Pordat at turn five. No, that doesn't quite work. No, it doesn't. And Victor Gomez, who had a really good seat for all that, was going, come on, guys, please just don't, don't screw up my race. I've got a very comfortable lead in the Gold Cup class, even coming back out from the race restart. And Estep again pestering Anthony Imperato, not letting Imperato breathe for a moment in that number 91, the right motorsports Porsche. He's had his hands full, and Estep back to hooking his wheel on the curb as they come through 12, and then opening it up as they go through 13. He's got a great run on Imperato, looking down the inside at one, decides, nope, that's not gonna work. Very, very smart driving from the driver of the number three, and uh, that's sort of what we've come to expect, especially after a weekend that he had like last time, as he makes it a very aggressive look to the inside, back into that line. Now, drivers, you will wanna stay, on the racing line because there might be pebbles off of it. Estep needs to remember that. Oh, as Imperato dives down to the area of the track where Hardeman left quite a bit of gravel. Estep follows gonna, him down. He takes a somewhat defensive line down into turn four, does uh, Anthony Imperato. It's the first time we've seen that during this race. Yeah. Inside 10 minutes to go, and that was gonna cost him a little bit oh. of time in the exit. There's a huge spin for Greg Palmer in car number 44. Greg Palmer just had a huge accident where he didn't hit anything. Yeah, man, that was he went scary. off the road a la Joey Hand a few years back and uh, managed to recover by spinning the car, coming to a complete stop, and then calmly, okay, guys, I'm okay, get it going again. Estep with another look at Imperato. Yeah. This time they're side by side. Coming up the hill towards, uh, well, he's going to make the move around the outside. Boy, that was a brave pass wow. by Trenton Estep there. He takes over the lead in the Hertz car. Slight mistake at turn nine for Anthony Parato, who did all of a sudden just got a little bit defensive, and that has cost him dearly. Greg Palmer in that 44 is still stopped out on the track. At least that's what he's showing on the timing and scoring. Imperato already a figment in the mirror for Trenton Estep, who has pulled out nearly a four-tenths of a second gap. That was didn't take very long. See, he wanted to get out front and move forward. Now Imperato is going to have to worry about that 71 Park Place Porsche because David Kolkman wants to get around Imperato and have a shot at the lead and the win in a race where he can say, hey guys, they didn't give this to me. It was green when I took the checker. Yeah, that was a great pass there by Trenton Estep and uh, Anthony Imperato clearly struggling just to get a little bit more, get his tires, uh, Yokohama tires back up to optimal working temperatures after they cooled down during that full course caution and Trenton Estep, the youngster, just taking advantage of it. Greg Palmer still stopped out on course. He dropped his left side wheels off the course as he was exiting turn two and then had a huge moment where he's going through the grass going, I got it, I got it, I, oh, maybe I don't. Re-got grip on the racing surface and that spun him back around. He is now moving again though, so for the 44, that was an exciting adventure to tell the grandkids one day. It was, wasn't it? My Oof. goodness me. 
So, Estep, Imperato. No, yes. Estep, Imperato, Kolkman, DeAngelis, Root. Sorry, Estep was so far out in front of that last camera shot that he wasn't even registering, so I thought perhaps Imperato had gotten back around. And he hasn't because uh, Trenton Estep has just got the hammer down. He's uh, edged out. This is the biggest gap we've seen in this race so far for, yeah. uh, for anybody. First of all, of course, it's Imperato, but uh, Estep, having taken that lead, is taking full advantage of him. He's just set his best lap of the race, our race leader, a 1 minute 25.658. Trenton Estep is taking full advantage of the clean track in front of him. No cars to lap, which is something that they were dealing with before we had that full course caution. Anthony Imperato now has to use that rear view mirror. He has to tilt it back up Sorry for giving you bad advice there, Anthony. You must now use it. And David Kolkman goes around Imperato, but can Imperato do the over-under? No, he does not have the grip. So Kolkman up into second, and Imperato is going to lose another position to Roman DeAngelis, who does a beautiful move down the inside. No, can't quite make it stick. He uh, got a bit of grass on that move, but backed out of it rather than take the 91 out and then incur a penalty. That was definitely some smart driving by the young Canadian in that number one machine. Yeah, it was. He, uh, he could have kind of forced the issue there and perhaps uh, got it uh, tangled together. So why is he just decides it's a long season? He's still very much yeah. in championship contention. So doesn't want to risk either getting a penalty and losing a lot of positions or spinning off the racetrack. The race director, John Maskey, is somebody who looks at many, many things and decides if it's a racing incident or not. But you don't want to take the chance of giving it to him to decide it's much easier to uh, not do first and then beg for forgiveness. It's much easier to just play it safe. Five minutes to go in this race. And the last time across the line, Jeremy, the fastest man was? The race leader, Trenton Estevez, just had a new fastest lap of the race, the 125.456. So we've had 26 laps completed in this race. And on one, two, Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve different laps. We've had a new <laughs> fastest overall lap in this race. Oh. And now it's Trenton Estep in the lead of this race and making hay. Well, well, the sun might not might not be shining, but it certainly is for Trenton Estep because he's out in front of, out in front and edging away from David Colkman. I love this championship. Roman DeAngelis appears to have minimal grip for his rear tires as he comes through madness because his back half of the car was wiggling and now his front wheels were off the ground as he completed that complex he is still trying to push to uh, get the final podium position away from Anthony Imperato Roman DeAngelis came into this weekend third in the championship ahead of Anthony Imperato he doesn't want any sort of point swing going on he is behind in points Trenton Estep but he will jump ahead of Will Hardiman after this race with Hardiman's off earlier on. Trenton Estep, bye bye 2.1 seconds ahead of David Kolkman, who himself is 1.5 ahead of the battling pair of Anthony Imperato and Roman DeAngelis. So it is 371, 91, 1, and 7. Max Root hanging on to the back of that battle for third. He is only a further six-tenths of a second behind DeAngelis. So if anything happens where the two of them get side-by-side, DeAngelis and Imperato, I mean, and take sort of speed away from each other, Max Root will be right there as well, in line for his first podium position of the championship. That... Uh well, yeah, he's got a couple of positions to make up before he's going to do that. 
uh, but he's still been a really, really good run for Max yeah. Root, who is very inexperienced at this sort of level of racing. He's raced in uh, Porsches last season, did very, very well in the Pirelli Trophy Series, finished second in that, I believe, and uh, would have, could have, should have won it, apparently, but he did win the Hurley Haywood Scholarship. That got him into this uh, Yokohama Challenge Series this season, and he's doing a magnificent job there, keeping the pressure on uh, Roman DeAndres, who's always, of course, already, of course, a race winner. But a new fastest lap again last time around by Trent and Estep, a full, well, hundredth of a second quicker than his previous lap. But uh, hey, book it. It's another yep. fastest race lap, and he's edging away. But Anthony Imperado has now got that car fully up to speed again, the purple sector this time around. But I don't think he's going to have any chance of catching the race leaders again. No, and I, I do apologize. Maxwell Root got a podium in his first ever race at Sebring. He did finish third. As Bill Smith has gone for a spin around the backside of the course in the orange number 42 machine. He was looking good for a gold category podium. It's still Victor Gomez who leads in that class, but now it is ahead of the five of Rob Ferriel. And then in third, Kurt Fizikas in that number 52. He's doing the ninja thing today, Jeremy. He's just sneaking up on them. That's right, and uh, he's, uh, he is doing a fine job there. Change of position, by the way, for sixth position. Jeff Boss has managed to find a way past Alan Metney finally a couple of laps ago, and he's now edging clear. So Jeff Boss making a return to racing this year after an absence of, uh, of uh, well, a long time. A long time. Yeah, <laughs> since, he, since he last raced, actually last race prior to this season was in a, a, a an IndyCar, a champ car, at Surfers Paradise all the way back 2003, in... 2003, was yeah. it? With Dale Coyne. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, been quite a long time for him, but we he should mention... Sixth-place finish at Sebring, so he's looking to match yes. that here this weekend. New fastest lap, by the way, by our race leader, Trenton Estep, in car number three. And our Masters class category is led by Alan Metney, ahead of Charlie Luck, ahead of Mark Vame. The three of them separated by less than five seconds, so that is still up for grabs realistically. Trenton Estep, the leader, two and a half seconds, sees the white flag and is beginning his last lap with fewer than 55 seconds remaining in this race. This is it, just focus forward. Looks pretty good right now for Trenton Estep and David Kolkman to hold on to their positions. Roman DeAngelis though, less than four tenths of a second behind Anthony Imperato. Again for Anthony, this is going to be sustain the pressure because if you want that podium, son, you're gonna have to work for it. Roman is hungry for points. Alan Metney, Charlie Luck, Mark Fame. I'm surprised at Mark Fame actually, Jeremy. He was so good in every practice session. For him to be back in third, he's gonna want to look at the data and do something different for tomorrow's race. In gold, Victor Gomez should have no pressure for the remainder of this lap as Trenton Estep can look forward. He can look in his mirror. He's not going to see headlights. He has that much of a lead. And for yeah. Trenton Estep, what a drive. He's not letting up either. He's just got a, the purple middle sector in his racetrack. <laughs> Track fastest of all then during the race. Estep, just one corner to go now. My goodness. Trenton Estep, our first repeat winner of the year, takes round one of the IMSA Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama here in mid-Ohio. Second place goes to the number 71 of David Kolkman. And in third, he does hang on for it, our pole sitter, the number 91 of Anthony Imperato. Fourth will be Roman DeAngelis, but it is the 25 
Victor Gomez IV, who is the winner in the Gold Cup category. He's ahead of Rob Ferriel, who we're waiting to cross the start finish line now. And then Kurt Fizikas will bring his Purple Beast home in third. There was a spinner oh, right at the end of the lap. I thought I heard that. Fred Pordad, right, right to the final corner. Right in front of us. Yeah, and, uh, lost eight, lost, uh, lost tenth position there. He did. For the Platinum Masters class, congratulations goes out to Alan Metney in the number 99. He takes the win ahead of Charlie Luck. So that means Luck's finishes this year are did not start. One, 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 two. Not a bad record. I would imagine he would hang on to the points lead start. in that. He keeps saying he didn't start. He did start, what it was, otherwise up. he wouldn't have got any points. It showed up on the um, final sheet that he was not classified on the final results sheet. Really? Yeah. That's, I'll, I'll find what? it after the, after the race. But uh, he's had a, a remarkable year either way. And uh, in third, Mark Fame, the guy who dominated the weekend leading up. But all of the congratulations has to go to Trenton Estep. If at first yeah. you don't succeed, try, try, try again. And that's what he did, Anthony Apparato today, to take that lead. Yeah, that was a tremendous drive by Trenton Estep, doing exactly what he needed to do. He's got this op got the opportunity last year to join uh, Harrison Bricks and, J and uh, Jeremy Dale at JDX Racing. And uh, he's got uh, the bias Porsche uh, is on the, the car this weekend, uh, as it was last week at uh, last time out at Barber Motorsports Park. And Byers is based here in Columbus. Huge amount of of uh, support there from this from this uh, local sponsor. They backed uh, Corey Fergus when he ran so well in this championship right. as well. So great to see that that name back on this car. And Trendon Estrup, there'll be uh, a, a lot of satisfaction with what is a tremendous victory today for the youngster from San Antonio in Texas. With a beautifully pristine, clean Porsche GT3 Cup car. You can't ask for anything better than a car as spotless as when you took it out of the garage. The crew members are right to applaud as Trenton makes his way over to the podium. It'll be a little bit of a celebration tonight, Jeremy, because of course they still have one race to go this weekend and you can't exactly uh, let the horse out before the, the uh, end of the race has started. Race number two kicking off on Sunday at 9.15 in the morning. Hopefully, the skies will not open up during that race either because this was pretty fun racing conditions. It was, wasn't it? And uh, having come into the race with a one-point lead in the championship, Trenton Estep now will have a nine-point lead over Roman DeAngelis, wow. who will move from third to second. Behind him will be Anthony Parato, who uh, also gained a little bit of ground there with the uh, in well he's on the on the on the car guys ahead of him uh, David Coltman also will move up one position and uh, Maxwell Root also will move into top 5 so Will Hardman will fall a long way down the order with that uh, non finish well he did finish but uh, with a bad score we knew before the race began that it was going to be an exciting one, and it delivered. Congratulations to Trenton Estep, Victor Gomez IV, and Alan Metney on your race wins. Join us tomorrow on RS2 IMSA Radio for more Porsche action. Bye-bye. This program is a production of IMSA and Radio Show Limited. For more, visit RadioLeMond.com.